Well, hello. It's good to be with you again. I'm Andrew Marquez, and this is the Baptist on the Bible podcast. Here's your 7 at 7 devotion, a seven-minute encouragement from Scripture offered every Monday and Friday at 7 a.m. Today, we're going to begin our final series in the book of First Peter. It's really been a great adventure as we've gone through this book together. And uh, the title of this series is Perseverance, Our Posture of Power. It comes from 1 Peter 5, 6 through 14. And uh, we're going to look today at verses 6 and 7 and the very end of verse 14. So that being said, let's go ahead and read the verses together and then we will talk about it. Our theme today is pray for peace. So here we go. Verse 6 says, Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that he may exalt you at the proper time, casting all your anxiety on him, all your cares on him, because he cares for you. Peace to all of you who are in Christ. All right, so pray for peace. As we kind of continue on in this discussion, I wanted to begin with some epigrams on perseverance. You know, perseverance. You know, perseverance is uh, something that we talk a lot about, and it's usually related sometimes to athletics or other things. But uh, when we look at perseverance, uh, what, what do we say? Uh, here's a statement. There aren't any hard and fast rules for getting ahead in the world, just hard ones. Or, you don't have to lie awake nights to succeed, just stay awake days. <laughs> there is no poverty that can overtake diligence. That's a famous Japanese proverb. And then uh, Charles Spurgeon, just in his own way, says, By perseverance, the snail reached the ark. And I just I think that's fantastic. By perseverance, the snail reached the ark. Yes, we have epigrams, we have sayings, we have pithy comments about being uh, in it to win it, sticking it out, enduring to the end, persevering. And what we look at this is that as we're trying to finish out the Christian life well, perseverance is such an essential gift of the Spirit that we pray for, we ask for, and that we walk in. And so how do we do this? Well, first it begins with humility in heart. Look at verse 6 again. It says, humble yourselves, therefore. So humble yourselves. The last uh, series we were looking at was talking about humility being our gracious garment, clothing ourselves in humility. When we go before God in prayer, we must go with an attitude of humility. A humble heart is what God wants. And then be meek under his might. It says, humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God. Do you believe that God is mighty, that he is able to do what he says he will do? Do you pray that way? Do you pray expecting that God hears you and that God will act? This is a uh, strong emphasis of the Gospels, that if you are his and you're praying according to his will, that he will do it. And so we should pray, recognizing that he is God, we are not, and that we're humble because he may have plans that are outside of ours. But we do ask, and we do pray, and we beseech that he is mighty to act. And we are under that mighty hand. And so when it comes to persevering hardship, that we might even die as martyrs or be um, experiencing loss in terms of our personal life, pain, loss of uh, employment, loss of all kinds of things, that we persevere through that knowing that God is in control, that we are under his mighty hand. And then we wait for his exaltation. All right, we are calm until he commends us. We do not push. We don't move faster than God. We don't try to force his will. God in his good time will move. And so when we are humble of heart, when we find ourselves secure under his strength, then we wait and he will exalt us at the proper time. And there might be some time that we are not exalted, that we feel lowly, that we feel maybe even forgotten. But we remember verses like... Uh, Genesis 8, and the, the worst part of the storm, God remembered Noah. 
right? We think of the times that the Bible says that God is faithful and that he will do what he set out to accomplish. So be calm. Part of the way that we endure the difficult ways we see the world moving, uh, things that just really are disturbing for those that have uh, held to a traditional view of Christianity, is that we have given it to God. We are humble, we are calm, we are under his strength, and in so doing, we can give him our worries. It then says, casting all your cares on him, because he cares about you. Do you give God your worries and anxiety, or do you carry it? Does it keep you up at night? Uh, The Bible says, give it to him because he cares. We are calm until he lifts us up because we know that he cares. And so surrender, surrender your anxiety and experience God's solace. Surrender for solace. Find peace in your souls. Muller once said, beginning of anxiety is the end of faith. But the beginning of true faith is the end of anxiety. Do you have faith? Are you trusting in God? Or are you in knots? Are you just anxious about everything? Worried? Uh, scared, got to give it to God. Cast it upon him. He cares about you. And then finally, recognize the end of this whole chapter is peace to all of you who are in Christ. We are praying for the peace of our souls when we give God our anxiety. But we also recognize that we find peace in Christ's church. It is for those who are in Christ. If you are not in Christ, if you are not saved, if you do not have Christ indwelling you, you can't find the peace, the supernatural peace that can overwhelm come all of the obstacles in your life. And it is manifested with those that are in the church. All right? We come together. We just uh, worship together. We praise together. We lift each other up. We pray for each other. And so we find peace in our souls, in our knowledge and relationship with Jesus, and we find peace in our companionship with those that are in Christ. And it's through that that we can minister peace to a lost world. Pray for that kind of peace. In fact, Jesus says, Blessed are the peacemakers. They'll be called the children of God. So be a peacemaker by finding peace, by living in the community of peace, and by ministering peace. You know, how long will it take? How long would we have to persevere in prayer, in humility, in meekness, in calmness, trusting in the solace that comes only from God? Well, we find out that we don't know, but we persevere because just as stonecutters will uh, smash a rock with a hammer over and over, uh, there was a witness to one time that they'd hit this rock 100 times and there was no visible damage done to the rock. But on the 101st blow, that rock split in two. We don't always see what the evidence of our prayers is, but when God moves, he moves and it is quick. I hope that encourages you. I hope you're blessed. Take care.